Before we know it, we'll blink and it'll be Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Cyber Week. Ask yourself, would I buy this if it was full price? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, do you really want it? That was a big thing in lockdown as well, with everyone shopping online. So we're just going to put a different discount on every week. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, people have bought a ridiculous amount of clothes. They were literally sitting at home. They weren't even wearing these clothes. <laughs> oh, I've got to go back to work and back out into the real world. Oh God, I have 72 pairs of joggers in <laughs> yeah. every single colour of like the rainbow. <laughs> what are we going to do with them? Do you find yourself winging your way through life, hoping you'll figure it all out on the way? Hello, it's me, Gabby Mendez, your 20s wingwoman, and you're listening to the Talk 20s podcast. Here you'll find me chatting to influential 20-somethings on different topics that matter to you in your 20s and all the things we never got taught in school. This is your ultimate guide to adult life. So if you're ready, let's go. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Talk 20s podcast. Today I'm joined in the studio by Katie Kelly and Claire Boyle, also known as The Key Style. They're experts in wardrobe and home organisation, personal shopping and fashion styling. They're here in the studio to talk about the practical side of organising your wardrobe. And I know as a 20-something that it can be so hard. You've got clothes from when you were younger, new clothes that you're buying in, and how do you organise all these clothes? A couple of months ago, Katie and Claire came over to my house and helped me organise my wardrobe. And I learned so much from the experience that I thought it'd be great to do a podcast on this. So hello, Katie and Claire. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming into the studio, first of all. It's so lovely to have you here. So tell me a little bit more about you two, how you got into fashion initially, because that's how you got into kind of wardrobe organization and home organization. Tell us a little bit more about you guys. So we met at uni. Yeah. Um, So we're both on the same course. It was like a fashion and business course. Um, And it kind of just naturally progressed when we left uni like we started to meet up a little bit more like outside of uni and doing things together and going on holidays together then we moved into YouTube and that was like our first thing that we did um we both worked in fashion as well at the time like during uni and after uni we both had fashion jobs in like retail and visual merchandising buy-in style and like we both had those kind of jobs anyway and I think it was like we knew we wanted to work in fashion but not necessarily for other people as much. Yeah, and that's not always been the goal. Being like it? a cog in a machine. And the goal mm-hmm. is like to, it's always been to work for ourselves and eventually, fingers crossed very soon, like take it full time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that has been the goal on how we like sort of ended up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Now, talking about when you guys came over to my house, yeah. we started really from the beginning. Like I would probably say that like, I'm a fairly-ish tidy person in terms oh, yeah. of organization. I think you guys were fa- impressed, would you say? Yeah, so like, it was it was halfway yeah. there, wasn't it? You're I like, kind of I'm had sorry some for the stuff. mess. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so but clean. Still, We've seen like, so much worse. <laughs> like, there's still, the, the transformation in what you guys did was, it was unreal. Like, the difference between what it looked like before and what it looked like after and still to this day like obviously my wardrobe is I'm still it's probably a little bit messier than if you came and looked at it now (laughs) but it's it's really helped me kind of wear more things in my wardrobe there's some things that I've I've worn in the past couple of months that I've forgotten I'd even had before you guys came around and and sorted it all out um so starting from the beginning what we did was literally bring everything out of the wardrobe and there was a couple of things that you also did in the wardrobe to kind of create more space I think it was Katie it was your idea first because I've got big Ikea wardrobes and they're kind of ones that you can 
you can change the height of the rail and the stuff packs, like that. Yeah, and like, so you can do, you can adapt it a little bit. One of the first things you came in and did was move my rail up a couple of like spaces. I think it must've been yeah. about a couple of inches in the end. Yeah. yeah it didn't seem like a lot, no. but it did actually make those that Those two inches can make like yeah. the most massive difference. Cause like, I think with those like Ikea and like standard wardrobes, people go, oh, this is how it comes and this is how we yeah. build it and that's that. But the whole point of like the packs is like a really good one is that you can literally reconfigure it, the whole thing and mm-hmm. buy all the inserts and change it to whatever you need and it can grow with you as mm-hmm. you grow and change and your style change and your needs change. So you can, yeah. that two inches of space makes so much difference. It like when you think about just like- Just from moving the rail. The length yeah. of things. Like the, the height above it, I wasn't using for anything. I can't put anything above the rail. So yeah. that was just like one of the really small things that you kind of showed me from coming over. And we're going to cover a lot more of that in the podcast. But I think what I wanted to come and chat to you on this episode about was the fact that, you know- in school, it's not something that they sit you down and go, here's how you should organize your wardrobe. Like, no. it's not something you really, really life skills. bothered about. It's life skills, isn't it? Yeah. It's not something you're bothered about until you probably are in your 20s and you're like, I've just bought another item and I can't cram it into my wardrobe or everything's messy or I can't find this or I can't find that. Or actually, I've got 27 pairs of jeans that don't fit me anymore, but I'm still storing them just in case I lose weight and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of kind of challenges that people can face in their 20s through fashion and simple organization that I think it it seems like a bigger thing than just coming to sort out my wardrobe but it really really did make a bigger impact do you find that when you're working with clients and stuff like that that you feel like it has a bigger impact on their life not just like an organized wardrobe oh definitely I think there's like that whole thing of especially when younger people I think once they get that freedom and it's theirs, they're just like, oh my God, I'm going to buy all of these things because it's my money and I've got Mm -hmm, my student loan and my job. And they just buy everything and go crazy. I know I did when I was younger. And you've just got everything and nothing goes together. So I think when people have that sort of overhaul, like you said, it's not just organizing the pieces and going, oh, look, you can wear this like this. It's being able to get up in the morning and pick things out and get dressed in a way that makes you feel confident and feel amazing and the amount of people but our clients are like from 20s to people who are like mums of five and Mm -hmm. things like that so the difference it makes to them just in their everyday if we can do something that just makes sense for them and makes their life easier Mm -hmm. and makes it more of like like fashion should be fun and you should enjoy getting dressed and you should feel confident in what you're wearing Mm -hmm. and sometimes when you look at a wardrobe full of clothes and you're like oh nothing fits me I feel fat I feel this it, it's overwhelming and it's like it's depressing you're like uh, people hate getting dressed mm-hmm. and hate getting ready to go out mm-hmm. and it should be a fun process so we sort of want to give that back to people a little bit and build mm-hmm. the confidence mm-hmm, I think as well like it's it's that sign of like a clear space a clear mind mm-hmm. oh definitely yeah your mindset literally changes when you have an organized space and everything's just clear and it's exactly where it's meant to be and like you were saying like it just makes getting up in the morning that little bit easier mm-hmm. And it is a big task. It really is. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So we're going to cover a few different things to do with wardrobe organization. We're going to discuss clearing out your wardrobe. We're yeah. going to discuss when you want to buy new things for your wardrobe. We're also going to talk about storage and organization as well. So if we kick start with clearing out your wardrobe, tell us your top tips for getting rid you know, we already spoke about how when you first sort out your wardrobe, you recommend taking everything out to kind yeah. of get, take stock as if of like everything that's in your wardrobe. What's your top tips for when you're trying to kind of potentially reduce the amount of clothing that you might have? Yeah, I think that's definitely important. Like you said, when we talk about it, I was happy think people are more shocked when they're like, 
we tell them we're going to take literally every single thing out of every rail, every drawer. Because as you say, you have to take stock and people don't realise how much they have. Oh my God, it was ridiculous. Until it's all out on like the bed and the floor and everything in front of them. And they're like, oh my God. And they get really overwhelmed and they realise how much they've got. And as you say, the And then I felt stupid ever saying I've got nothing to wear. Because like when I saw like the piles and stuff, well, how it, have I never got yeah. anything to wear? Like it is the number one thing that was not that yeah. people that say. People say. Mm-hmm. But it's more the fact that like your items don't go together because that is how people shop. It's like yeah, oh that's on sale, so I'll just get it because it's cheap. Yeah, I like but this. Yeah. I'll buy it. Yeah, it's like that's great. But what does it go with in your wardrobe? Have you got anything to wear it with? So you, we actually find that once we clear out people's wardrobes and get rid of stuff, you end up having more outfits and more of a wearable workable wardrobe that works Mm -hmm. for you every day once you have less things Mm because it's not as overwhelming so I'd say definitely top tips for getting rid of and it's the questions that we ask everyone and that we asked you when we cleared out your wardrobe is right you've just told us you forgot you had this when was the last time you wore it is the main question when was the last time you wore it if it's been more than six months a year realistically are you going to wear it in the next six months in the next year Mm -hmm. does it fit is another one because as you say we cling on to things constantly like that don't fit us and they're like oh but I'll squeeze back into that and and fair enough if it's something that's like over lockdown we've all put on like some like lockdown pounds if you wore it before lockdown it's like oh but it might fit me like Mm -hmm. next summer fair enough but if it's something that's like oh my god I wore that for like my 18th birthday and now I'm 25 but I want to fit into it someday it's like realistically <laughs> are you ever going to wear that again is it just like I have kept my 18th birthday yeah. dress but it is in the loft like I know that I, me personally I'm never going to fit into well, that again we said but that like, occasion stuff it's vintage like maybe yeah. like if I have children maybe someone or like or nieces and nephews maybe they'll want to wear it because it's so nice but I just know I'm like for realistically I'm never going to fit into that ever again and I think just clearing it away like not yeah. putting in my actual wearable wardrobe yeah. is kind of really we always have that as a category don't we we yeah. have like sentimental is yeah. a cat- is a category that we're like okay we're gonna let you keep these like your 18th your 21st those special occasion graduation yeah stuff like that but it's just like oh i wore this to a party once when i was 19 yeah and is it ever gonna fit again are you ever gonna wear it again if not stick it on ebay someone else will wear it and love it mm-hmm. and then you've got the funds to go and buy yourself something new that you love now Mm-hmm, absolutely so you really recommend selling to buy don't you Katie absolutely yeah so just think about like what well, we did when we were going to New York we we booked it 10 minutes 10 months before and we literally like right let's get everything up on Depop or eBay that we don't want anymore 10 months later we're about to go and we've both got like a grand in the bank mm-hmm. and that's our spends to go and buy new stuff when we're over there so I think it's good having like a goal of like, right, well, I want to buy such and such an item and it might be like a design item or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you just need to set aside amounts of clothes that you think like, I'm never going to get my wear out of this again. Yeah. I know someone else can get something out of it. And then I can then go and afford that thing that I've been wanting mm-hmm. for, say, the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. And then you've ju- it's like you've barely spent your money really because you just like it's not dipping into your wages at all yeah exactly yeah. Your wage packet. Mm-hmm. which so that's like a really nice way to do it it's like have a goal in mind of like something that you want to buy and mm-hmm. then it's like that motivation to go right well that's what I want so I'm gonna get rid of all this stuff have that money and mm-hmm. then I can just go and buy that item mm-hmm. and I can actually vouch for this you guys because I have made about 250 pounds so far from the wardrobe clear out that we did yeah just from putting it all on ebay and yeah and it's already made me some money back which I've been able to buy new things with so you know it really definitely works and I think when you think about it in that mindset like none of the things that I have sold 
I would, I have every, I don't need, I haven't, I can't even remember. So obviously I don't miss them. Yeah. But obviously hopefully someone else will reuse and rewear them lots of times. I think one of the most important things about the conversation we're having today is that we probably, well, we definitely do need to think more sustainably yeah, about definitely. the way we, you know, in, like have fast fashion sort of thing. Because obviously we turn over our wardrobe. We always want the newest thing and stuff like that. But I think what you guys really talk about is kind of having staples for your wardrobe so that Absolutely, you can wear multiple yeah. things with an outfit and it, you're not wearing, you know, you're not picking up one piece of clothing that only goes with one other thing in your wardrobe because that's, you know, wasteful. Um, and I think we really need to like think more about sustainability. What do you guys think about the topic? Definitely. 100%. Like we recommend to capture wardrobe to basically everybody mm -hmm. because it is that case of like 25 to 30 items that are in your wardrobe that are absolute staples mm -hmm. they all go with each other and that's not us saying like don't buy a trend if yeah. you really like that current trend then go for it buy it but don't just buy it because it's a trend like it has to suit your body shape it has mm -hmm. to be something that you're gonna get wear out of and then even then if you think right well it's not really a trendy item anymore put it up on Depop. yeah get rid of it and then you've still got your basic capsule wardrobe. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that we definitely always recommend to people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely good for like shopping tips as well. Because obviously after we do the clear out and the reorganize and put it back in, we obviously recommend to our clients, right, what we think you're missing from your wardrobe or what we think you could benefit from having to go with what you've already got. Because we find lots of people go, oh, I really love print. I really love color. So they have like... 50 dresses that are all print mm -hmm. and color or tops that and was whatever. me actually i didn't actually realize i had quite a lot of print in my lot, wardrobe yeah. yeah and actually right now i don't really wear that much print so i probably got quite a few items in there that i could even call again because at one point i was really really into print mm -hmm. and now i probably would say like yeah i'd rather more you know less less prints i guess yeah. like it, i had a lot of it and i didn't realize until we kind of took stock but how much of it i actually had um and yeah it's just probably not so much my style anymore so yeah I think and your style will always evolve as yeah. well yeah so that's like another reason to keep it going with the whole like selling to, yeah. and then buying again mm -hmm. is because you will constantly be evolving mm -hmm. definitely. I think it's definitely a question you have to ask yourself when you shop and when we're saying right now update your wardrobe so when you do come to update your wardrobe you've done all this work you've cleared it out you've made the money and now you're going to be going forward when you're buying new things. Just ask yourself those questions as like yeah. you're saying, you've got to think about sustainability. Realistically, how many times are you going to wear it? Mm -hmm. What does it go with in your wardrobe? And are you just going to throw away after one wear? Um, I mean, obviously, occasion dresses, it happens. But like you said, sell it on. Like you may not want it anymore, but someone else will love this. Mm -hmm. And it's like so important. And we were talking about this the other day, like when people... Um, brands are doing it now where they will like reward you for recycling your clothes like we yeah. told you about the H&M didn't mm -hmm. we so H&M yeah. um, will be I don't know if they did it during COVID so I don't know whether it's back on now yeah. but you if you take in a bag of um, old clothes like second hand clothes no matter what state they're in to H&M to recycle they will give you a £5 voucher mm -hmm. so and there's lots of brands that do like recycling programs like that yeah. so mm -hmm. you just don't there's a whole like fast fashion thing of like oh I'm going out the weekend so I'm buying a new outfit every single weekend I'm going to wear it once and then it's going to sit in my wardrobe and then I'm going to throw it away and it ends up in landfills so obviously we don't want to do that like mm -hmm. especially now I think younger people are starting to be way more like aware of these kinds of issues and they're starting yeah. to be more conscious consumers. I think for like my generation and then sort of yours, because I am a little bit older, no longer in my 20s. <laughs> um, so um, I think 
I never had that growing up. Yeah. Like when I was growing up, it was just like, yeah, we got a new outfit. You wore it. You never wear it. It sits in your wardrobe. And I had, I was basically our ideal client five to 10 years, 10 years ago. Yes, I am older. <laughs> 10 years ago. I was our ideal client where I like yeah. literally had tons and tons and tons of clothes. I think it's hard when you're being like constantly marketed to buy the likes of like Boohoo, Pretty Little Thing. Oh, and like Fast Absolutely. fashion brands and in the style. And, and I saw it first to name all of those brands. But like they are obviously, you know, and even the high street stores, high street stores to a certain degree, they're constantly, that's the way they make their money by constantly getting you to buy more clothes. And I think it's just about, like you say, having an understanding of like what goes with your body type, what's going to fit in your capsule wardrobe. Like I personally have been buying items that might be a little bit more expensive, but I know that they're better quality and then they're going to last longer. And then yeah. I know they're going to be something that I'll wear for like multiple years. Like they're Absolutely. not like something crazy that I'm not going to, I'm going to wear once and then mm -hmm. never wear again sort of thing. So I, I definitely agree. I think it's difficult when one narrative is being chucked at you, like you need yeah. to have a new outfit every single time yeah. and instead like perhaps change it where it was something different, where it were different accessories and stuff like that. There's a dress I bought over the summer and um I was like I absolutely loved it it just fitted my body shape perfectly I wore it to the to the British Podcast Awards and then I wore it again for my um nephew's birthday and then I wore it again to go out for dinner and I wore it about four or five times over the summer but every single time I felt great in it and I was like why why would I just wear it once if I feel really good in that dress and it yeah. goes with lots of different occasions like you know on all of those different occasions my boyfriend was the only person to see me at the same time. Like, it's mad. I think it's also like social media as well. Yeah, We definitely. think they're like, oh, to get spotted in the same thing. But can yeah. I just tell you now, no one is looking at what you're wearing and keeping stock of what you're wearing every single day. Only you. Like, you know, I can't remember what you guys were wearing the last time I saw you. I can't remember what our producer Jacob was wearing the last time I saw him, realistically. <laughs> Probably the same thing, sliders and, uh, and trackies. But, you know, but... You know, it, 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 that's what I mean. In your head, you might think I need something new every single time, but realistically, it's better to get something that you feel comfortable in. And, that, and that's your style, really, because I think over time it will develop. But if you get those kind of key pieces that really suit you, then then that's the best way forward. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's like, I was saying like the age thing. For me, it took years to get to that point. Yeah. Whereas now, I think younger people who are in like, even like their late teens to early 20s, they're so much more of a conscious consumer and they've got mm -hmm. so much, they've got so much more information at their hands, but they're also bombarded with a lot more. So it's yeah. like easier, but also more difficult. I think it's more of a conversation yeah, now. Yeah, it's definitely more of a conversation with younger people. We know more about what's going on behind the scenes with the brands. It's not just mm -hmm. like saying fast fashion and then not actually know what's going on mm -hmm. it is in the news like a lot and I think as like a young person they've probably got more of an opportunity now to go right is this like a conscious decision that I'm making mm -hmm. and like you said like we definitely didn't have that when we were uh, younger or am I just wearing this because someone on Love Island wore it exactly mm -hmm. yeah social media definitely we didn't plays, have like, that I was just like let's buy new things and more new things and more new things yeah. because now it's a <laughs> conscious decision but it took me till my late 20s, early 30s, where I am now to get there. Mm -hmm. But yeah. as younger people now have all that information and so much more power to talk about it as well and yeah. talk about like... That's exactly what this podcast is all about. Exactly. So yeah. Um, one of the things that you guys also really recommend is having like a kit where you can like repair and restore your clothes. Yeah. Because that's, yes. that's really important. And I don't, I think because we've had this kind of chuck away attitude, like don't want it, sell it or does, has holes in, you know, throw it away and stuff like that. One of the things that you really promote is like having a little kit where you can 
fix things when they get broken and stuff like that. Tell yeah. us a little bit more about your kind of key wardrobe staple kit that you, all the different things that you would need. My favorite thing in the world is a D-pillar. Oh, the D-pillar. But I like to yeah. call it a bobble off. <laughs> That's just my little name for it. So the little D-pillars, you can buy a more expensive, like a Philips one, but you can get them for like $1.99 in like Home and Bargain or yeah. like B&M. Yeah. Um, sorry, yes, Home and Bargain, because I'm Scouse. Yeah. Apologies, <laughs> not Home Bargains. Uh, so the D-pillar or the little bobble off, as I call it. So this is for like your knitwear. Like yeah. if you buy like You got me one of those knitwear. as part of like what we did. It and it's amazing. Yeah. I didn't realise it could... Li- we it, give them to all our wardrobe clients. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. Like it just made it so smooth. And like, you, I didn't even want to know really like what they did. But I think it's so cool to see how it literally makes the fabric go back perfect. Yeah. Like yeah. How, how it works. It's, it's a mystery. So it's more for like those investment pieces, as you say, as it took me till I got older. But I think younger people are doing it more now where they're buying into things that, yeah, they might be a little bit more expensive, but they are investment pieces that you're going to keep in your wardrobe for a long time. So it's about looking after those so you can wear them mm. season after season. So the bubble off, like, um, I have, like, a cashmere comb. There's also, like, the cleaner for, like, your leather and your suede as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Even doing that as soon as you buy. Say, like, suede a new, protection spray. spray yeah, yeah, like a new pair of boots yeah. for the winter. Like, you know they're going to get ruined by the rain. So yeah. get them sprayed before you even take them on, like, the first outing. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have in our kit? We mini have sewing kit. A mini sewing kit, yeah. For like buttons and things like that. Yeah. If a button falls off, it takes two minutes to just sew it back on. Having basic sewing skills. If you can't do it, someone else can. There are a lot of tables mom, out there. My mum is my sewer. I'm like, mom, this has got a hole in. Can you sew it for me? <laughs> I feel like people think as well when, they, when they're younger that like tailoring is like an expensive service. It's not an option, but it's like it takes nothing to get something yeah. hemmed or to get like buttons or a zipper fix it's not that expensive there no, are yeah. lots of like reasonably priced tailors and it'll make your items last so much longer and it's again about that sustainability and not having that throwaway culture where like mm-hmm. oh the zip bust on this I'm just gonna throw it in the bin or oh the mm-hmm. buttons have fell off I can't find them throw them away it yeah. would literally take five minutes to like get the buttons and sew them back on it's crazy how many people like retain items to a store purely because a button fell off mm. or like like a little bit of like <laughs> these are like tails from retail yeah. now from, from like a little bit of threads so long. come away and it's like no you can literally just fix that yourself at home yeah. it takes two seconds yeah. and then you can go and wear the item like a million yeah. more times yeah <laughs> crazy um so when you were talking about buying new we've talked a lot about capsule wardrobes and how important they can be but we've also talked a little bit about finding like your personal style when you're looking for inspiration for how to dress and what you think will fit your body where do you guys turn to pinterest, pinterest. and instagram yeah. mainly those are those are the main two and then also sometimes you just see people on the streets that look quite cool mm-hmm. and you're like mm, i like that outfit yeah. but i usually just go up to the person because i'm one of those that'll just go over and be like i, I like love your outfit where's it from yeah like i that. feel like this is like not a normal thing and I feel like it needs to be yeah Yeah, because the amount of people and I think again things are like changing and starting to go in that direction now we're like if you think someone looks cool go and tell them if you think someone has nice shoes go and tell them they will appreciate it rather than stare and then they're like oh my god why is that person staring at me have I got something in my teeth like what's going on (laughs) so I think that's definitely like a lot of people a lot of people don't do that it It tends to happen like in like nightclub bathrooms when girls are drunk like oh my god babe I love your dress you look amazing (laughs) like that's when it tends to happen but it's like if you're out shopping and someone's wearing something you're like just go up and ask them because like it's happened to me before I know it's happened to you and I'm like oh like thank you it makes you feel really good so why would you feel awkward going Mm. up and telling someone that you think they look good they're gonna appreciate that yeah exactly 
Definitely. Yeah. Spread the love. <laughs> Definitely. And actually, when you guys did like my personal styling thing, you recommended, obviously, because our Talk 20s is red. The branding of the logo is red. You were like, you need a red blazer in your wardrobe. Oh, that was yeah. one of the staples that you guys like recommended. And so I actually got this on your guys' recommendation. So I was like, I can't go and record a podcast with you guys today without wearing <laughs> yeah. the red blazer. So if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, obviously you can't see my red blazer, but you can tune into us on YouTube. <laughs> Watch us in the studio on there. Make sure you subscribe. Subscribe as well. <laughs> Cheeky little, uh, little plug. Yeah, little plug there. But Check then you can see my red blazer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, honestly, I think it's one of those things where once you know your style and you've kind of figured out what it is that you kind of feel comfortable in, like I love a blazer, they make me feel really comfortable. Um, then you can kind of go out and buy those staple pieces. Like I can wear this with so many different things. I've got the matching pants. I'm not wearing them today, but I have got them so I can wear them with different things. You can wear it with heels. You can wear it with trainers to dress it down. Like there's so many different things that you can do with it. And I think now that I've realized that some things in my wardrobe probably aren't my taste and stuff like that. Like one of the things I talked to you a lot about when you guys came over is that actually when I graduated from university, I trained to be a teacher. And so I had to buy like a lot of like what looked like teachery clothes. I remember you, you saying, that's, saying that's, yeah. that's a teacher dress. That's a teacher outfit. <laughs> and teacher I couldn't dresses. get it out of my head. But like, obviously I, at the time when I was doing my teacher training, I was like 21 and I was obviously trying to look older than like all the sixth formers. So you yeah. literally have to dress very formally. And like now I'm a business owner. I don't, I work for myself. I don't need to wear any of those mm. outfits also, I had. You can, you're the type of business owner that's, it's a young, it's a fun business. Yeah, it's about exactly. people in their twenties. If you were our client and you were a business owner of like a really like an estate agent or estate something agent like that. I would need those yeah. clothes, but I don't Absolutely, need them anymore. Yeah. So one of the big cleanses that I did was like, oh, actually all this stuff that I was wearing to try and make myself look older, I actually don't feel comfortable in. Like I didn't probably feel comfortable in them at the time. I was just doing it because that's what I was trying to like have some authority over the children yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But like now I don't need to. So I'd rather wear stuff that is much more like comfortable. Most of the time I wear chunky trainers. That's literally how I spend my life. So I think it's about finding the things that really work for you in this moment in time as well. Because obviously that was very different four or five years ago now. So, yeah. um, and getting rid of all of that stuff. So really important is to like cull the things that don't represent what you're about. Yeah, we always like, say if it no longer serves you or represents you, get rid of yeah. it. Because don't dress for someone else, dress for you. If yeah. you're uncomfortable in it, if you don't feel confident in it, you don't have to wear it. No one's making, yeah. Yeah, and chances are you won't reach for it in your wardrobe. Yeah. Like, uh, there's so many times when I open my wardrobe and automatically I find myself going to certain things just because I know that they make me feel more comfortable than other things. Like, if I'm going for a meal, you won't catch me in really tight jeans because I know I want to eat as much as possible. So you kind of have a little, like... (laughs) But you have a little, like, process of, like, where you're going to in your wardrobe for, you know, feeling a certain way. And there'll be some things that you just don't even touch. And when you do this whole wardrobe reorganization, that's when you start to go, "Mm, actually do I need that? Cause I'm probably not going to wear it. So, so yeah. Um, one of the things that you also talk about a lot is like, don't fall into the trap of like buying discounted clothes when you're out. It's so easy. It's so relevant now. Cause we're just about to go into that season. Yeah. And like, before we know it, we'll blink and it'll be like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, yeah. Cyber Week. Yeah. And we have to like stop ourselves even now as we're older, stop ourselves from shopping in that week because it's such a trap that you can fall into. Yeah. So ask yourself, would I buy this if it was full price? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, do you really want it? Yeah, it's so true. Or are you just buying it because it's like 25% off? I've got a discount code. And you'll find often that you buy those things 
just because they're discounted I and then that dust was it like, in your wardrobe. That was a big thing in lockdown as well because obviously shops weren't open. So mm-hmm. you think about it, businesses were trying to make as much going, money as possible. Right, so everyone's shopping online. So we're just going to put a different discount on every week. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, people have bought a ridiculous amount of clothes. And where Lounge are they going? Bed. They were literally sitting at home. They weren't even wearing these clothes. <laughs> but people had like, took it wrong. I love loungewear and I have a lot. <laughs> and I did buy a lot in lockdown, but mm-hmm. I wore it anyway. And now yeah. it's like... Oh, I've got to go back to work and back out into the real world. And my wardrobe is like 60% trackies. What am I going to do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I, oh God, I have 72 pairs of joggers in yeah. every single colour of like the rainbow. <laughs> what are we going to do with them? But the amount of times I've seen on Instagram as well, and it was like, here's an outfit I'm going to wear when everything opens up again. And it's like... You don't know when that is. <laughs> literally, it was constantly I would have to go back so. and check over all of those people's Instagram accounts that, that posted that thing yeah. and ask them. Did, Did you, you actually wear, wear that outfit when, <laughs> exactly. when you were allowed outside? It's probably still got the tag on, yeah. still hanging in the wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So talking about storage in your wardrobe, there's lots of tips and tricks you can use to kind of make more space within your wardrobe. What's your top yes. tips when it comes to storage? Space saving hangers. Yeah. These are the holy grail. The Amazon hangers, if you can get them, they're really cheap. Yeah. (laughs) So super thin hangers and nothing slips off them as well. And you can hang over like your jeans and your trousers and your shorts and everything. Um, And then also if you've got doors on your wardrobe, adding some hooks onto them and putting like your belts on, your bags on, even jewellery hooks as well. Yeah, on the inside of the doors Mm, because then it's hidden away. You don't have to see it. It looks but nice. it's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's like a really top tip for us because how many times do people just have those things like lying around yeah. or like stashed in a drawer? Or like yeah. in a bowl and it's all like tangled or your necklaces. Yeah. So having a hook, literally, you can buy these little tiny screwing hooks off in Amazon and they just come in a box. You can get them in like 50 or 100, whatever. Like you can get loads of them. Yeah. And you just literally screw them like an, um, into, the wood, into yeah. the wood. Yeah. On the door or on the inside of your wardrobe and you can just hang like belts and little yeah. necklaces on them Such and then nothing gets lost. At the bossy, when you guys come over, I have a lot of wooden hangers in my wardrobe. And what yeah. I didn't realize is that actually, like, when you bunch like 10 wooden hangers together, they they are quite like chunky when you put yeah. them together. And especially yeah. then you add clothes on top. They're quite a distance. But when you had also some of those space saving ones that you're talking about, and um, the amount of compact that you can get, like by just having the smaller yeah. hangers, because they're taking up literally a third of the space of a wooden hanger. Yeah. You can fit so much more. And it's right now, like I, I need to do that because at the moment, or like my wooden hangers are pretty much like- And that's how the mess happens. And that way, that's yeah. how it ends up being overwhelming where you're like, oh my God. Yeah. I've got too many things. You can but go. actually, if you just literally do that one job of swap the hangers, it is an expense when you first do it if yeah. you're swapping every hanger in your wardrobe to buy them in bulk if yeah. you're buying like a couple of hundred hangers. It's an expense, but you just have to think it's a one-time expense. I will mm-hmm. never do this again. Mm-hmm. And the amount of, I would say it saves like literally like 50% of the space, if not more, mm-hmm. when you just swap from like those thick wooden ones to the thin yeah. velvet ones. The wooden ones and look nice, actually, but I think if you workable. want to save more space, then You can go it. one step further though, don't know if you've ever seen them, but they're like the thin hangers, but they, they like the fall ones. down yeah. and you can literally fit like five items on one hanger. Like I'm pretty sure you can probably get them on Amazon, but yeah. they're amazing. So you could literally put, if you've got five pairs of jeans, put them all on one hanger and then they just I'm fall a, down. I'm not a jeans hanger, I'm a jeans folder in a jaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are a jeans in a jaw and a hanger. But I have two, I have like tons of jeans. I live in jeans. 
Yeah. So I have mine all hanging. If you want to see it, it's on the Key Styles Instagram. All yeah. mine are hanging in colour order and it's just really, really satisfying. satisfying. Yeah, it, looks, it is. Yeah, it and amazing. they're all on the thin velvet space over the hangers yeah. <laughs> from Amazon. And it just, it looks so satisfying when they're all just I feel like together. we should have done like affiliate links for this episode just for I all know. the things that we're mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send you a list of links. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on to organisation. One of the things that I learned from you guys was about knitwear and to not hang up your knitwear. No, tattoo. absolutely Never, not. ever, ever, no. ever. Your shoulders will literally make, oh my God, the shape that they end up going in like points. points. Off. You have to watch it's, on YouTube to see what I'm doing with yeah, my shoulders right now. But this <laughs> is what like your this. knitwear will end up like. Um, it's just, it makes them just like so misshapen. And the necklines and, as well. Because obviously knits, it, any like knitted sweater or jumper or anything like that, they are obviously like a loose knit fabric, like a loose yeah. loose. So that's why they get misshapen and that's why you have to like dry them flat and things like that. So if you're hanging them, the necklines will go funny as well and stretch out and yeah. you won't end up with like, it won't be the shape that it was when you bought it. So if you're hanging it, that will happen a lot quicker. And again, it's about sustainability and looking after what you've got and keeping things in your wardrobe for years to come and wearing it season after season if you hang in it where it's not going to last more than a couple of seasons mm -hmm. because that's how those big like stretches happen it gets the holes and the um, like the pills in like easier because you're constantly like brushing it with other yeah. items of clothing when you're like moving your hangers about it gets damaged a lot easier so again it's just about being a bit more sustainable and keeping it for longer mm -hmm. if it's folded nicely in a drawer or like on a shelf stacked I mean you can go the extra like step if you want and there's like um, sleeves and stuff that you can buy that are knitwear storage or like tissue paper. I used to have tissue paper on my shelf so that like moths don't get into it. Yeah. This is another thing I have in my wardrobe case as well that I've just Moth remembered. Uh, no, there's, um, I only discovered this like a year ago. There is um, a blogger and a YouTuber um, on Instagram and YouTube and everything called Emma Hill and she has a wardrobe care kit as well with like the sewing kit and all the rest of it. She had um, cedar wood balls so cedar wood is like um there's something in the oil in natural cedar wood that like not keeps attracts them, like keeps the moths keeps away, the away like moths and spiders and insects and things yeah so you can buy them again on amazon you can buy little heart-shaped ones little balls you can buy like blocks that have got like this smell nice a hanger hook. They... if you go up to them you can smell they just yeah. smell like wood like yeah. cedar woods it's like a nice it's like a smoky nice smell, wood yeah. smell yeah um but i have them in my wardrobe now and i can't smell them but yeah. they're just like on certain shelves. You can't let them touch your clothes because of the oil in the cedar okay. wood, the natural oil. But that's what like keeps the moths away. But you can just put them like hidden in like a little box in drawer and it just keeps all the moths away. So then your knitwear doesn't get moth eaten. So another handy tip. Very good tip. I only discovered that last year myself and I was like, <laughs> why didn't I know about this? <laughs> <laughs> so um, the last thing when it comes to organization is all about categorizing your items. So how, if you were to look at a wardrobe now or just imagine the wardrobe, like re, re imagine the wardrobe that you did for me, how would you go about categorizing your items in a, in a dream wardrobe? Well, we always kind of ask the client that as well because we did that for you, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Where we said like, when you're looking at your wardrobe, are you going to naturally go towards colour or are you going to go by like sleeve length? So it was kind of led it up to the clients to tell us like mm. how they it's would like. It's completely personal to you because exactly. your life and your wardrobe and clothes might not reflect what the next person's does. So your categories might be different than the next person's categories. But as a general basic rule, if we were going to say for everyone, we tend to do it by item. So you could have all of your knitwear together all of your denim together, all of your tops and t-shirts, 
and then we say sleeve length. Mm-hmm. So sleeve That's length changed is the my life, way. you know, organizing sleeve my sleeve length. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that was a thing that you could categorize clothes by, but obviously it makes sense now because if it's like a colder day, I go to the short sleeve, uh, a long sleeve section. If it's a warmer day, I'm going to like the t-shirt section. If it's a really, really hot day, I'm going to like the sleeveless, entirely strappy vest top section. Yeah. And I think I've never, I've literally just, ch- a top is a top, whatever, whatever I was doing before. I was literally just chucking it all in. I was probably doing color. Maybe I was doing color. I don't really know. It was some kind of, there was probably a method to the madness. But I think with sleeve length, it's so much easier to go like, well, these are all the things that I could wear that are potentially suitable for this weather. Yeah. And I think it, when you live in England <laughs> and the weather is so changeable, yeah. like it's probably, for me, it makes total sense. And it was something that I hadn't really thought about before. So I love that. Yeah, really I think colour, I think I used to do everything by colour, but now I only do my coats by colour. Yeah. And my denim by colour because it looks nicer because all my denim is the same length and all of my coats are the same length. Yeah. And the same sleeve length. So yeah. that looks neat. Whereas when you do like tops, t-shirts, shirts, jumpers, whatever mm-hmm. it is, by colour, they're all different sleeve length. It looks messy. Whereas when you rearrange it and you just do right, there's all my vest tops, there's all my short sleeve t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, sweaters shirts like long sleeved mm-hmm. it just looks so much nicer yeah. when you actually look at it and it's just so easy to find everything and everything just like really crisp and nothing's like falling off hangers and if you do it by color sometimes like a vest top will get lost in between a t-shirt and a sweatshirt yeah. and then you might never wear it because you can't see it yeah and i think that's the main thing people can't see what's in their wardrobe and that's why they go oh my god i haven't worn that in a year mm-hmm. because you didn't know it was there yeah love it well, guys, you've given us so many tips on organizing your wardrobe. <laughs> like I kind of, even though you came and did it like a couple of months ago, I will kind of want to go home, pull everything out of my wardrobe again and literally redo it. <laughs> Me too. Of all the things that we've just been chatting about, producer Jacob's going home to do the exact same thing. So thank you so much for inspiring us today. It's been so, so helpful. But I'd love to chat to you a little bit more about life in your 20s. Yeah. Claire, you've mentioned that you are in your early 30s at the yes, moment. 33. Yeah. And uh, Katie, you're near the end of your 20. Whereabouts are you? Oh, 29. 29. Yeah. Okay, so she's almost in my club. Oh, <laughs> I won't be alone in my 30s so much longer. So like one of the things we love to to speak to our guests about is like an embarrassing story that you've ever had where you feel like, you know, you can't even call yourself an adult, like a cringy story or something funny that's happened to you where you feel like you messed up a little bit. Mm. Which one of well, you is going to go first? I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> I'll do mine. So mine is actually something that happened quite early in my 20s, but it ends up being sort of a bit of an awakening so uh, I don't know whether you know this Gabby but like I used to dance I didn't I don't know if I, I knew danced this about for, you. since I was like three years old I did ballet tap musical theater street dance everything oh, I, I wanted to, to be dance, yeah. a dancer yeah. oh, I went you? to dance college I went and danced on cruise ships I've danced in Disneyland like I wanted to be a dancer oh God, or a choreographer amazing. I was like I'm gonna be in the West End I'm gonna be at music videos that's what I'm gonna do and then when I was 21 I um I was supposed to have a show on the Sunday in the Echo Arena and mm-hmm. it hadn't been open that long. It had only been open for a couple of years. This is like, yeah, 12, 13 years ago now. So the Echo Arena, for anyone who's not from Liverpool, is like the biggest... Like, oh, it's not the Echo Arena anymore, is it? It's the MNS Bank Arena. It's basically our arena in Liverpool where they have all the concerts and everything. Everyone plays there. Yeah, the big one. So it had only been open like maybe a few years and I was meant to be in a show that was like a dance a like display competition of all dance groups from all over the country and me I was dancing there on the Sunday with my like group that I used to dance with 
uh, and I went out on the Saturday night <laughs> and uh, it was my day job at the time. Um, someone was leaving and it was their leaving night out. I arrived. I had had one drink, arrived at the place where I was meeting them in town and got out the taxi, walked over the road and I was standing, it was raining and I was standing on the edge of the curb while I was waiting for my friend to cross the road and my umbrella fell out my bag. And I bent down to pick up my umbrella. So I was like bending in these huge platform heels oh right on the edge of the curb, like teetering on the edge of the curb. And someone came out of the bar behind me and was like this like drunk guy who was like, I don't even know. He was just like really, really drunk. He was like <sighs> everywhere. And he like put, fell and pushed oh. into me. Oh my God. And I was on the edge of the cave picking my umbrella up and I'd literally like not had a drink. Well, I'd had one drink on like before I come out. I'd just arrived and he like knocked me off the curb. I went over on the platform and then over on the curb oh and God. fell. And my ankle swelled to about the size of like a jumbo kitchen roll and was purple. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I couldn't do the show the next day. Oh, no. The entire group got called in in the morning to rework the entire number because I couldn't be in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I had like an integral part. So they all had to rehearse. And changed the whole thing because of me. Oh, my God. So they were all, like, really, 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 like, angry with me because, like, (laughs) they thought that I'd gone out. They hadn't spoke to me, so they thought, oh, she's gone out last night, got drunk and fell over. So they were all, like, furious with me. (laughs) And then I had to go on crutches and watch the show in the arena. And I sat in the audience crying, watching this. Oh, bless you. What a story. But, like, this injury actually ends up being not sort of a blessing in disguise because it turns out that, like, for years, they told me it was a sprain and it actually was a ruptured ligament and I walked around on it for years and I've ended up now still at 33. I still suffer with oh my, my ankle. I've got like screws in from my ankle. From that one from that drunk one thing, guy. Like... like one drunk guy <laughs> pushing me off a cab in my stupidly high platform heels that I never should be wearing, should have been wearing them. But funny and like side note, the heels were, this was back when ASOS was as seen on screen and they were heels that oh, Victoria yeah. Beckham had worn. And I was obsessed that I got them and everyone loved them, but they are it's a ridiculously high platform, which I would never be caught dead in now, ever. And yeah, knocked me off my curb. So I've still got like screws on my ankle and a ruptured oh ligament my and might have to have other surgeries. Yeah. But weirdly, as much as like I still suffer with it now, it ended up being the reason why I couldn't dance anymore. That was my whole life was dance. Oh, so I didn't know what I needed to do. And if it hadn't, hadn't have happened... I never would have realised that I wanted to do fashion and went to uni. And you wouldn't be sat here today. And I wouldn't be sat here and I wouldn't have met Katie. And so as much as it's still an issue for me now with my ankle, it ended up being like a weird silver lining to it. So yeah, Yeah. it was a massive fail, but I'm sitting here now with Katie as my business partner. We've done like the YouTube, the styling and everything else. And we're sitting here with you now. And this is our business working in fashion, which I never would have done. So yeah, Yeah. amazing. Got a silver lining. Katie, (laughs) can your story be that? Well, <laughs> well, I'm going to Your story involves me, doesn't it? My story involves Claire, yeah. So me and Claire just seem to have a very hard time getting to an airport without there being something that happens. And we go on holiday a lot together. Together, yeah. So <laughs> the biggest one that we had that was a fail was like, so we were going to Santorini. Ooh, and it was lovely. very early in the morning. What time was it? Like three, four o'clock in the morning we were driving. So very early. To Manchester. To Manchester airport. So... Claire comes and picks me up. For starters, we have to stop in Asda car park because there's not enough oil. In my the- oil light went on in my car and so I didn't know what to do. 
So we've literally, we've got Google up to how to actually do the oil because she's <laughs> never done it before in a car. So that was like the first thing. Then we're like, right, that's fixed. So we're on our way. We've still got plenty of time to go. We get onto the motorway only to be stopped <laughs> by like two police cars who've completely just shut the motorway off. There's a suspicious package. Then like another four came, didn't they? And it was just the whole four lanes of the motorway literally were completely closed oh but we were only like two cars from the front so we were just like if we had literally got there a few seconds earlier we would have <laughs> been fine it wasn't was it a man right at the front of the queue no it was a suspicious package on the it was it? I thought it, it was a man at first because I was on Twitter and everything like Twitter we like, like, police. Twitter. what's going on <laughs> and there was literally someone tweeting from like another car that was like at right the front literally the we were just and stopped we just stopped. stand still two cars from the front how long so, were you in this traffic for um, it was about, about an hour and a half, maybe. It wasn't that long. It was. It was ages. It was not that long. Was it not? No. It felt I that it was, long. It felt, it that, felt long. that long. Yeah. It wasn't like, it was like half an hour maybe at the most, but it still was a big inconvenience. So anyway, we're on our way. That's all, that's all fixed. We're on the motorway, blah, blah, blah. So we've put in the sat-nav, um, the destination that we're going because we've, we've booked to like park the car. So we're mm-hmm. going to like a car park. Next thing you know, we're like, oh, we're only five minutes away. We end up in the middle of nowhere. The sat-nav took us to the wrong place, literally. So then we have to re-put it in the sat-nav. We get to the car park that we're meant to be at. We're so anxious at this point, aware of the time, thinking like, we're not going to make this Luckily, we gave ourselves way more time than we needed. (laughs) But it was literally one thing after another, and that happens to us on every holiday. So we managed. It was going to Amsterdam that we got stuck for like an hour, an hour and a half, but it was just traffic. That was we just, just on the motorway. But I think yeah. to be fair, getting to holiday is such a stressful thing. It really thing. is. It really is. And that's the well, worst well, part of travelling, isn't that's it? That's like, not even the just... end. More things <laughs> well, happened. Oh, no. Yeah, but we, I won't go into them all because there is a long list. But basically, we ended up getting there literally on time. We got to the gate and there was only a few people in front of us getting on. So we like just about managed it. Um, but even like going to Amsterdam, we were sat there having our breakfast in Frankie and Benny's. <laughs> Fully on un- this was our fault to be this fair. Was our fault. Fully unaware that literally final boredom was cut. So we were those idiots that were running <laughs> through the airport. And then they we got to the gates and they were literally going, Katie and Claire, like shouting our names because we were that late. But in the Frankie Menis, there was like no speakers on, so we hadn't heard of like be called. So I'm we just didn't sat know. There with like me mimosa, I think I've got all the time in the world and we haven't. No, I've never been I'm not like so I much. haven't been on holiday. Didn't since. they give us a round of applause when we got on the plane? It was like it was like snarls all around. So but like some people like, this week. And we were yeah. like, oh my God, die. I haven't been on holiday since way before COVID and I'm actually dreading like all of this oh, stuff. Same. Like all that again. It, it reminds me of like, I, I, I get one of those people that get super anxious when I travel and yeah. I just I, like, that's definitely the worst part. But once you're there, you have a great time and oh, it's yeah. really amazing. But like, that's the bit that like, I cannot stand when you go on holiday. It's yeah. actually the worst, isn't the it? The stress of getting there. Yeah. So one of the things that I wanted to to ask you guys and is kind of one of the things that we like to talk about on Talk 20s a lot is the fact that you kind of, you, in, throughout your 20s, you grow in confidence in the person, in who you are, in what you're doing. And when you first start out, you probably feel super, super anxious about life, what you're going to do and all of these kind of things. But as you go through your 20s, you kind of grow with confidence. Is there anything in particular that's helped you grow in confidence in you, throughout your 20s? I'd say for me, honestly, I've learned to just not care what other people think. Yeah. That's like my biggest thing. Yeah. And like you do when you're younger, you're naturally just, you you are, you do care about other people's opinion. You do mm-hmm. think like, how is that person looking at me? Like, how are they viewing me? But honestly, it's the biggest takeaway that you can think of. 
as early on as you can because who actually cares? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why does it, you're never going to see that person again. Mm -hmm. So why are you bothered about their opinion for what, like two seconds as they walk past you Mm -hmm. or someone that you've met on a night out and you think, well, I literally, I'm never going to see you again. Mm -hmm. Even people that you are going to see, like. I mean, yeah, even then it's just like, you need to be authentically yourself. Yeah. And I think that's like the biggest thing that I learned. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that all come through like making mistakes and Mm -hmm. like giving things a go. Oh yeah, definitely. You I can't think it's definitely just, something that comes with age. Yeah, like don't try and be perfect all the time. Like go go and do something. And if you mess up, so what? Do mm-hmm. it again. And yeah. you'll do it right the next time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like probably similar my thing. Best thing. I think I wasted so much time on whether or not someone else liked me or yeah. what their opinion of me was. And I think mm-hmm. it definitely came with age, me going, Why do I care? Yeah. yeah. Like you don't like it doesn't make a difference I'm just like not on this mic uh, like it doesn't make a difference like what someone else's opinion of you is if you know what your opinion of yourself is it's having that confidence into like laying who you are and knowing who yourself is without the opinions of others and depending on whether or some whether or not someone else likes you you can't control other people yeah you can only control yourself so mm-hmm. I think learning as Katie said as early as possible please don't waste time in your 20s worrying about what other people think of you and whether they're judging you who cares they don't have to walk in your shoes yeah yeah love that such good advice um so we one of the things that we have put together as a special for this episode is a free download that you can get if you go to the show notes of this episode and in there we've written all the top tips from this episode because we know it's a really practical episode and we wanted you guys to instead of sitting there taking notes whether you listen to this on the train whilst you're doing work or something like that you might want a little download checklist for what you can do to organize your wardrobe so at the weekend you can just go through and you don't have to re-listen to the podcast you can just go through this checklist so head to the show notes to enter your email and download the freebie as well and within that freebie there is also a 10% discount for your services as well so if anyone is. is in the Liverpool area and really wants to do personal shopping organize their wardrobe like I did or any fashion styling or anything like that then you guys are the people to go to is that Mm -hmm. right yes and if you're not in Liverpool as well we also do the online personal shopping services as well our digital lookbook downloads if you're not in Liverpool you can still take advantage of the discount as well amazing and you guys are on instagram at the key style the key style yeah. amazing well we always end the podcast with the same question that we ask everyone and if you could look back and look at your 20 year old selves in the eye and give her just one piece of advice what would your one piece of advice be mine is short and sweet um now is a full answer Ooh. that's literally it. i love that that's amazing. I love, I love that one. No, yeah, it's a brilliant. full answer. I really yeah. like that. Yeah. No uh, explanation needed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's and, mine. Just yeah. stood. On a similar <laughs> similar note, don't live for anyone else. Yeah. Would be my main thing. Don't live for anyone else because you're the only one who has to walk in your shoes, yeah. live your life. So yeah. don't do it for anyone else but yourself. Definitely. Well, it's been so lovely to have you both in the studio. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for um, having us. I've absolutely yeah, loved, loved chatting it. to you girls today. Um, and it's been really great. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Talk 20s podcast. I hope it inspired you in some way and pops a little pep in your step for this week. Got a spare minute? It would mean the absolute world if you could subscribe, leave a review or share this episode with a friend. We're on a mission to help as many 20-somethings navigate their 20s as we can. And we really cannot do it without your support. 
We also love to hear from you. You can find us on all platforms via the handle at Talk20s. And if you're struggling with something in your 20s that we haven't already covered in the podcast, DM us and let us know so we can cover it in a future episode. And for more stories of inspiration and resources to help you make the best of your 20s, head to our website, talk20s.com.